When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Sesame, Honey, and Carto. I'm not going to call you Honey. That's fine. Just let me know. You could call me Heil, maybe. No. Uh, I'll call you Adolf. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, Octung, baby, um, I've got your attention, right? No. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so today on the show, um, we are covering a sitcom that somebody actually made. Yep. And put on air. Yep. On television. Yep. In the United Kingdom, of all places. It's a sitcom that had one episode air, eight completed, that have never saw the light of day, the other seven. Um, show is called Heil Honey, I'm Home. And is exactly what you think it would be. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, um, this came out in 1990. Uh, it broadcast on September 30th of 1990 on a now defunct um, British uh, satellite television station <laughs> called Galaxy. Yeah, I wonder if that was one of the stations that was um, <clears throat> involved in the whole Max Headroom episode where that guy had like a pirated. Um, I wonder if he was involved with the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the shows that he was airing. Nah, um, this is like a yeah. It it was it ended up being replaced by Sky One, which is like a Sky Television is owned by the Murdochs, I believe. It's a big European, yeah, um, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that. Uh, well, it's it's like they, they've got a uh, Sky's got like all these different channels. They got like you know television, like regular television, and then uh, news stations and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it was Sky Group. Well, Sky Group is a British company, but I think it. I thought I had some kind of connection to. Uh, to Rupert Murdoch, but I might be wrong. But anyways, hmm. I know that their their news sometimes is like very similar to like Fox News and stuff. So. Oh, it's very conservative. Kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. So maybe that's what I'm thinking. Anyways, um, so uh, yeah. Hi, honey. I'm home. Hey. All right. Um, very important question. Yeah. What initial thoughts? Um. So when I first watched it a few, couple of weeks ago, I thought it was really brilliant. But at the time, I was probably just like kind of in like a weird mood. And I watched it again. I think I think actually I watched it twice that same night, and then uh, I watched it again uh, a few hours ago. 
And for some reason, that just felt like a fever dream to me at that point. So I don't know if my mood changed, <laughs> I guess, depending on when I watched it. <laughs> and, um, it just reminded me of like a fever dream, like how you would imagine like that would be. Or no, maybe not, not so much a fever dream. Something that I would watch while having a fever, basically. Just something like sort of zone out and just like like zonk out to. Like just yeah. really our kind of thing to watch because i noticed like when i'm sick i usually mm. watch like weird stuff when i'm sick yeah so like i don't know why but the fever uh, dream thing makes sense it would be like if you were reading a book about world war ii while watching like nick at night and all of a sudden you wake up yes this, <laughs> this is the dream you had yeah exactly that's what it would be you'd be watching like um you know um uh dick van dyke or something yeah. or you know or like <laughs> um and then falling asleep and that's what the dream you have. the uh yeah, my my, uh, my thoughts on it. It's like okay, I, I was trying to think of something that would be similar, like in the time frame, because like you know, World War Two was in you know like it was in the forties, and this aired in the early nineties. So like, I guess like right now, if we made a show, a sitcom about like Saddam Hussein or something, mm-hmm. that would be like the equivalent. Yeah, because it'd be like forty four, you know, years. After the war had yeah. ended at that point, and I mean, it's not quite as long, but it's still yeah. Well, it's not because like forty four years from from now, I mean back then would have been like you know, you know late seventies, so yeah. like maybe like during like the Soviet Union with the Afghanistan yeah, or, 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 maybe, I mean? or maybe even like the I don't know the the whole like Iran contra sort of thing i don't yes, know what, yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah 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 um, so the hostage yeah the yeah. jimmy car hostage situation yeah yeah to make, a make a about it, it, it'd be like taking argo and making a sitcom about it yeah that movie argue exactly yeah and just like uh I mean, Ar- argo was kind of a comedy anyway so it's like so it was but like but... this is like literally just like what what made it so like feverish to me was that it was literally just like a regular sitcom, but like with the characters of like World War Two people. Like that yeah. was it. It was just like like any like the whole like there's really nothing like specific about the episode. Yeah, it, it, that really made it seem different, other than just dropping references. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, like if and, you if you got rid of all the references, this could easily have been an episode of uh, Donna Reed or I Love Lucy or something. You know, it was just kind of similar. You know. Yeah, and that's what just made it seem so bizarre to me. It was just—I mean, I'm, I'm sure that was the intention. It was just—it um, was like, yeah, what if we just take these characters and we just literally just plant them into like a different setting, and then that's the only thing that's like tethering them to who they're really supposed to be, you know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's—it it reminds me of an idea we had for a sitcom, um, but we're—I'm not going to share that with the public. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, about a famous yeah, I, person, yes, um, I think I know, yeah, yeah, uh, which hopefully we'll make someday, even if it's just a movie. But, um, the yeah. uh, so all right, here's a little more info about the show, um, just some background here. It was a British sitcom produced by Jeff Atkinson. And in, in 1990, uh, which was canceled after one episode, it centers on mm. Adolf Hitler and Eva Braun, who live next door to a Jewish couple, Arnie and Rosa Goldenstein. The show spoofs elements of mid 20th century American sitcoms and is uh, driven by Hitler's inability to get along with his neighbors. It caused controversy when broadcast and has been called perhaps the world's most tasteless situation comedy. <laughs> I mean, two broke girls could be too. But anyway, so um, the uh, <laughs> sorry, um, the um, yeah, it's it's really weird. I mean, like on paper, it sounds so bad. <laughs> Execution, yeah. Execution's not so much bad, but still weird. Um. So, um, what happens in this episode here? Um, it's kind of 
hard to parse out. Basically, uh, Hitler <clears throat> wants to he wants to invite Neville Chamberlain to dinner. Uh, no, I mean I don't think he invites him. I think Neville Chamberlain just decides he's coming or something. I don't remember. And then um, basically oh, because oh yeah, and then and first off, the whole show starts with like a uh, a little backstory about it being a show from the like fifties. Oh yeah, where where it was like. It was an American sitcom created by a guy named Brandon Falberg Jr. Um, who never is not a real person, but uh, and that it was like it it, it ended up getting lost and never aired or something. So yeah, so it's almost like they knew, like anticipated this was going to get canceled, so they yeah. just like made that as like a thing. Like you know, I mean, I think they're <laughs> trying to be edgy, but I mean, it yeah. it's like. I, I don't know. We can get more into it, but anyways, okay. So yeah, we 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 start out with. I mean, it's just like it starts out with like the whole "Hi, honey, I'm home" thing, where the the all the theme song too. I got to talk about that. Yeah, that was interesting. I, <laughs> I I couldn't get the theme song out of my head for like a week after watching it the first time. <laughs> it is catchy. <laughs> but, it's the. Very fifties kind of um Hail honey, Hail honey, Hail honey, Hail honey. Oh god. Yeah, so he's yeah, he comes home and Ava is mad because he's always coming home late this week. So it's like a typical fifties art couple's argument, you know, the housewife Yeah. You know, slaves away all day for her husband to come home and he shows up late and you know, so she's mad at him, and then he's like, "Why are you mad at me?" Blah, 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 that whole stupid, you know, argument that, you know, quite frankly, is very abusive towards the housewife. If you think about it, you know, someone who stays at home all day to yeah prepare you to come home, and then you show up two hours late. It's very rude and disrespectful. But anyway, that's it, it, all. it's man, that's- it's manufactured, uh, um, manufactured. Um, I don't know conflict. I guess is what it is because you need some kind of conflict. So yeah, it it, it th- that's the thing. Like in most sitcoms, um, the uh, not not most sitcoms, but a lot of sitcoms of this kind of nature. Not you know not ones with dictators as the leads, but you know ones about <laughs> the, the, the ones with uh you know like a, a husband and wife sort of thing. I never believed that those two people were ever in love. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, uh, this one, this one did have kind of a little, like you know, like love between them. But the way that people fight in these shows, it's like, why did you ever get married in the first place? You know. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was that was that era of just mm-hmm. it was it did you know, keep up with the Joneses or whatever, but uh, or keep up with the Hitlers rather, but uh, <laughs> or the Goldensteins, if you will. Uh, <laughs> and um, so, so yeah, Neville Chamberlain is basically coming over know, for. Something. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna show up to dinner basically to try to reprimand Hitler because this is right after Hitler invaded or, or annexed. Um, or I don't know, did he annex or invade Czechoslovakia? I don't. I'm kind of lost in my World War II history. Um, I think he. he uh, what, I think he invaded and then basically annexed it. Both. Okay, parts, I'm not sure, but yeah, I could yeah. So yeah, so basically that was like Neville was basically gonna like reprimand him, and for those who don't know. And it's okay if you don't, because it's like almost like a hundred year old history at this point. Neville Chamberlain was basically famous or infamous rather for believing that if if you could just appease Hitler enough, he would just give up after a few things and get what he wanted and not expand further, which turned out to be not true at all. And so yeah. um and so one of his favorite phrases was either peace in our time or peace at any cost or something like that and um obviously turned out not to be i mean uh, i mean i mean if you look at it like in, in another way like of a like if you're a parent who gives into your kid and gives them everything they want for a while hoping that maybe they'll respect you it's not going to happen if you say yes to them about everything and, so basically yeah. there was like a petulant child essentially who yeah. wanted who wanted more land for himself or a suited land or whatever land for germans to basically conquer and then they could spread out to other parts of the world and pretty much just make that their their new home not 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 their like new homeland i guess more of like a base or like a, what you call yeah. it an outpost 
anyway, sorry, I'm getting in the weird weeds of history here, but but uh, so so he yeah basically that's you know he's basically there to kind of reprimand Hitler, and Hitler is trying to you know make sure that he throws a good dinner party to to appease Neville basically because Neville you know is going to be mad at him or whatever. So and then the Goldsteins or Goldensteins are next door neighbors. They're you know obviously a Jewish couple, which is you know very again. I could understand why this was offensive to people. Oh, yeah. It's like Hitler's cup next door neighbors are, are two Jewish people called it Goldenstein. Like, can you get more like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like even Goldstein would still be a little less, but Goldenstein is like, so yeah, like on the, well, it's just like on the nose, like, just like, I don't know, you know? And, yeah. um, it's, it's so like, it's like, you know, they're, they, they kind of, they kind of have like um, the dude, the Mister Goldenstein, almost reminds me of the, I forgot the name of the show, but the guy who always says like, "I'm gonna knock you to the moon" or whatever. Oh, uh, like. honeymooners. Yeah, yeah. He he kind of reminds me of that kind yeah, of person. He, he reminds um, me of that, or like uh, Fred Mertz from I Love Lucy or something. Their their neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And so, and that's basically what it is: is that he. Uh, he gets a call from from uh, Goebbels, um, saying something out he that he couldn't pick him up or something. So that Hitler's got to go and drive, drive basically to 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 pick him up. It also got the the indication that that Hitler and Mister Goldstein like carpooled to go to work together and they worked in the same place. It was yeah. I don't know if that it did implication. Like, I, like, I don't really understand that, but that was implied I, that they. I, like, I, I, <laughs> I don't know how many Jewish people were working at the same time. <laughs> the again, same exact. Place. But then how Literally. many? But, but then how many were living in the in the in the apartment complex with Hitler and Eva Braun? Exactly. You know? <laughs> and why? And why was that? Why at this point was Hitler not trying to persecute them or like send them to a prison camp? Like that was not anything. They were just like a polite nuisance to him. Yeah. Um, who he did, he tolerated them essentially. He didn't really like them too much, but he tolerated especially. Yeah, it, it, it's like any sitcom where you have the you know it, it's kind of like almost like in like like um, all in the family where um, Archie Bunker didn't get along with the Jeffersons, and you know right. And but but you realize that you know at no point did you think Archie was going to kill them. You know, exactly. <laughs> he wasn't gonna like yeah take over their house and invade yeah. their property and then um and then invite neville neville chamberlain to dinner um <laughs> meatball and uh or meathead something meat, yeah well meathead uh no no, they, no, um, no meatballs the guy that runs florida so it's like meatball run <laughs> meatball. i swear to god like i know this is just a weird tangent but t- technically since the show is technically about political people i'm allowed yeah. to go on a tangent uh so like there was, you know, there's one of the Republican guys running for president. His name is Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, and, and um, Vivek it rhymes with cake. Yeah, well, <laughs> the thing is, no, it's true, but that kind of reminds me. So, like, one of like the consultants for, uh, I think it may have been Ron DeSantis. Um, mind you, these people get paid multiple of thousands of dollars per week to come up with this stuff. Mind you, just to yeah. give you of how good some people have it financially over others compared to the work that they actually put out into the world. So this is what they came up with probably again for hundreds of thousands of dollars. They're like, why don't you call him Vivek the fake or the fake? You get it? Cause he's like fake hundred thousand dollars, please. And then I was watching another did, show. Did DeSantis um, use that? No, I think that was just, um, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was the same, but I'm pretty sure it was his. Oh, okay. his because cause a memo did come out where they were basically like giving them like pointers, like I mean, make cause... sure to mention this joke three times or make sure to make this point three. And I, it was like yeah. little catchphrases and stuff. But like, anyway, because I so... mean, as, as much, I mean, obviously I cannot stand um, Ron DeSantis, but he's not like Trump with the name calling with, I mean, I, I mean, the no. nick- nicknaming. Yeah. So. <laughs> He doesn't have the the gift the gift for it. Like Trump's an insult comic, he is. But like, and so I was just watching, you know, you know, occasionally the Young Turks, even though I I really I I got a lot of issues with them over the past yeah. few months. Uh, 
But Jake Uger was like, he's like, listen, I'll give I'll give him one for free. This is way like you know Vivek Rama slimy. I'm like, yeah, it's so much better than Vivek the fake. Yeah. And like, you don't need a hundred thousand dollars to come up. Gonna, with I was that. gonna say that the, the 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 fake thing is the obvious one. The, the the one the one that Chen came up with is better. I mean, it's like it it took a it's second. It's better too because it, it it's like imagine Trump, right? So if Trump's like if he if he shows up to like the next debate or whatever, and like let's say you know he's just in between Ron DeSantis and Vivek, he could be like, oh, I got you put me you scrunch me in between Ramasimi and Meatball Ron. I've got slime and meatball juice all over my ten thousand dollar suit. I gotta go to the dry cleaners now, and you're paid for it. You know, like it was so easy. Like you know, mm-hmm. but you know, I like I bet he's gonna call him Rama Slimy one of these times, probably. Like, he, uh, he, or like meatball run, getting all this meatball juice on me. Anyway, sorry, those are weird, random thing. But but that's okay because yeah. he'll be making a lot of money selling his t-shirts and his mugs that have his mug. Oh, I'm sure mug shot on them that say, um, um, never surrender. Which is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life because you have a picture of yourself surrendering with exactly. the words never exactly. surrender underneath it. Exactly. That that that, well, that, 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 that that's like that, that that's like showing showing the, 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 the flag thing from Iwo Jima and saying give up, you know, or or, or exactly. it just doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> But just remind me of that because Hitler's he reminds me of Trump in a lot of ways. But anyway, and uh, oh, yeah. so and, and also DeSantis, and um, and so <clears throat> he I forgot why, but he wants the Goldsteins to stay in his apartment while he's picking up Chamberlain. I don't remember what was no. So basically, there. basically, way it starts out is okay. Chamberlain's going to be there, and he doesn't want Ava to uh, to tell the 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 Goldsteins that Chamberlain is coming to dinner so um we have this whole scene where uh where ava and um is it rose right yeah rosa rosa goldenstein are hanging out you know in their whole like lucy and ethel sort of way and they uh they she's not telling uh, telling her but she's basically playing you know like uh charades or something to basically get her to guess who's coming to dinner yeah, so uh, she ends up guessing that it's Neville Chamberlain because you know it was she she's like devil you know doing devil horns and it's like rhymes with devil you know so, right exactly yeah. what oh yeah devil um yeah and so uh and because uh Hitler didn't want the Goldensteins over there when Chamberlain showed up so uh also we have the situation over at the Goldensteins. Where they have their niece visiting. Oh yeah, their niece Ruth, who is like this really homely girl who's, you know, in her like twenties. She's like twenty one or something, and she's never had a boyfriend. And so, Rosa has the idea that she's gonna hook her twenty one year old niece up with Neville Chamberlain, who's like in his seventies or eighties at this point. And it's also the prime minister of a of a major country, and uh, and 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 then in the real world, he was actually married at this time. So that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the alternate world, but still, yeah. uh, the prime minister of one of the largest, well, largest influential countries, rather. Um, yeah, not largest in land mass at all, but, but, but probably the most powerful country in Europe at the time. So, at yeah. that time, yeah, yeah. Probably still to this day, actually. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but yeah, it's 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 so absurd. Um, yeah, uh, I know he died in in, in nineteen forty. He was seventy one. So, oh, okay. So, uh, and that's when he died. So, yeah, but whatever. They're like at least fifty years apart or something. Yeah, forty forty some years apart. Um, yeah, that'd be like me dating somebody that is just being born right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is weird. And, yeah. um, okay. I don't know. And then, and he was doing some weird dance at some point. Just the whole episode, just so. Yeah, at one point that he's, he's like, yeah, yeah. Um, Chamberlain comes off as like a a, a weirdo. Um, 
like he's got these dumb jokes and stuff and yeah because like, like if they say they say uh would, would, would you like would you like a, a a spot of tea or something like that and then he starts doing the song i'm a little teapot yeah it's like what and then uh and and anyways his idea the reason that he's coming there is because um it he wants uh hitler to sign this uh peace agreement this peace for our time agreement which uh was a real thing that hitler did sign yep um basically saying uh, you know that he would not invade anywhere else and this was like a year that It was like less than a year after the invasion of Poland and, you know, different things like that, that it was put into place. It's just, it's just so stupid, but, um, oh, it's just, it's ridiculous, but <laughs> like signing the paper, like you think, like it means anything when you have guns and soldiers, like if you could do anything you want, like, like, oh, he's, he, he clearly signed the paper. He said he wasn't going to do this. It's like, what? <laughs> But 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 we're seeing that like right now, you know, we're just talking again. We're going to talk again about Trump. But you see this right now where people believe anything that their idol tells them. You know, yeah. it's like you know, oh, I'm 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 a good guy. You know, I you know I have a heart of gold. I'm and, you know I did nothing wrong, and they indicted me. Um, but I, yeah, <laughs> I, I sorry, I just love that. I did everything right, and they indicted me. <laughs> I just love how he talks. His eye sounds are always more pronounced. Or like, you know, Biden or, or China or indicted. Like, it's always no, like. that's a, not China. A, it's China. Like, China. It's yeah. always the pronounced eye. I don't know if that's intentional or that's just how he talks. But uh, but it's, it's I love it. I really, I love. I, I saw a clip of him from, uh, I know we're getting off topic again, but from uh, <laughs> his interview with Tucker Carlson on X. Um. Oh. Yeah. yeah, X. Um, he, he he was talking about why he didn't show up at the debates, and he was talking about how he's uh, you know, he um, some of these people only have like one or three percent of the votes, or two. Exactly, <laughs> or two. And the way he said it was like two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love how he speaks yeah, so much. I love like I unironically love Trump, but not for the ways that like people would think, just because. He's such a character. Like, like if he was just like an insult comic, it would be hilarious. Like, I can imagine him just being the kind of comic who just like points out like other people's insecurities and just like right. makes fun of them during the audience. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I saw a th- I saw a thing online somewhere where somebody took some of his speeches and put the Seinfeld music underneath it, <laughs> and and it basically looked like those little things, you know, where Jerry's doing stand up at the beginning of the episodes. Yeah, yeah, it, it basically came off like that. It's great. <laughs> so, anyways, um, back to back to Hitler. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> right. Back to the old school dictator. Um, the, the old school narcissist. Um, he. Uh, so uh, they 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 bring uh, like I said, they're trying to set up uh, um. Ruth with uh, Neville Chamberlain and you know she comes in and they have her take part of a conga line that they got going out. Uh, God. Yeah. Where, where they were singing, so singing I came I saw I conquered I came I saw I conquered Oh my God. That's what they were singing. Yeah and they, they were like they, were, they told her to join the conga line and like go go, go, go grab onto the Fuhrer's ass or basically no they didn't say ass but you know yeah, and she like touches him for like a second. He's like, "That was fun." Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah very that, that that actress was pretty funny. Um, so very awkward kind of girl. You yeah, know, just doesn't really want to hang out. Which you know, I understand. <laughs> yeah. And um, the uh, so so uh, yeah, Neville's giving him the peace for our time agreement, and um, Hitler doesn't want to sign it out. Sign it obviously, and he hides it in the ice box. And then um, Arnie uh, Goldenstein finds it when he was getting something out of the icebox. And uh, they, you know, looks at it and everything. And then 
basically what ends up happening at the end is that Hitler agrees to sign it. And then we we had found out earlier that when Ava and uh Ava and uh Hitler were dating, they they had nicknames for each other and it was uh sausage or something. What was it? Like big sausage or something. Oh, I don't remember. Um it was like that and then like the Coochie Coochie Girl or something. You know, it was like Hoochie Coochie or something. Yeah, I was like... It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, they end the episode where you actually kind of do see them kind of like actually love each other and kind of see why they are together at the end where they're just kind of, you know, necking on the couch. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and that was the whole episode. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. I I don't know why they thought this was a good idea to do, and that's the other thing too is like they all that's that's what I was going to mention earlier. I forgot is that they all have American accents, but it was a British show, and so it was like they did that on purpose so it looked like it was, sounded like it was a uh, an, an old American show that I know, but that just yeah. makes it even weirder because that would be like having an American show, but everyone's got British accents. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and some of the actors, like the the lady who played Ava Braun, was Canadian, so she had a you know kind of American, slight you know more American than British accent. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, she was replaced after the pilot though because she didn't want to do the show anymore. Good. Yeah. <laughs> if she had only signed on for the pilot, and then. They couldn't get her to sign on for the rest of it. Um, yeah the 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 whole um, the whole thing is like um, it's very weird. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, it, yeah, it just feels like something that you would come up with if you're like reading about World War II. And then you're watching like Nick at night, and then it fell asleep. But then yeah, it's, 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 I mean, th- this this reminds me of something that would be a really good five minute Saturday Night Live sketch. Yeah, but beyond that, <laughs> it's like it's like when they take a Saturday Night Live sketch and try to make a whole movie out of it. Oh God! Like the Roxbury, yeah, um, or, or the or, or yeah. Superstar, or it's pads or Stuart uh saves his family or whatever so yeah those those type of yeah things. yeah the um yeah it's like you you gotta know when to end the bit Wayne's world was good though I guess oh, yeah I mean there, 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 there are there are good ones I mean you know that they did I mean like Blues Brothers and stuff too but you know mm-hmm. it's like um it's just weird um there was something I was going to say about the show, and I totally forgot what it was. Um, oh man! No, that's fine. Um, you know, oh yeah. By the way, the the actor who played, um, who played Neville Neville Chamberlain, this was yeah. his final acting role before he died. Oh God, that's sad. I know. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's what always makes me wonder about stuff like, like, like what would be like the last thing like they did before they died, you know? And it's like, like some terrible piece of shit movie or like, yeah, bad album or just something, you know? Like, uh, what well, kind of reminds me of that dude? I know it's the the guy who unfortunately killed himself. The guy who, uh, wasn't he involved in like Cable Guy or something? But then it was like the the Mr. Ed in 2004 TV show or something like that. Oh, the, the writer. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like that, you know, that's, that's like his final contribution yeah. was. Yeah. And he terrible. wrote on news radio and stuff too. So it was yeah. Like, it was just a like career, but it's like, yeah. Wow. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's sad. Um, stuff like that happens, but yeah, it's, um, it's weird. I wish I could remember the thing that I was going to say, but, um, Anyways, uh, as far as reviews go on this, do you want to hear a couple? Yeah, if there are any. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, there, there are on IMDb. There's a. Okay. Let me see if I can find a short one. Okay, here's a one out of ten from January of two thousand seven. 
by Fun Rocket. Okay. That's the the name this person chose to use. Anyways, um, <laughs> Wretched Unfunny. This may be the worst show I've ever seen. Aside from the tastelessness of having a sitcom about Hitler, it just isn't funny or entertaining in any way. It is uh, very similar to a 1950s sitcom in its cornball humor and contrived situations, but while it can be well done like in I Love Lucy, it's just not funny here. I think the show was based around the novelty, look, it's Hitler, uh, as a bumbling sitcom figure, but it just fell flat in every regard. The guy playing Hitler is so hammy that it's hard to sit through that alone. I wonder what could have possibly made the network think this was a good idea to air. I thought America had some tasteless shows, but the Brits had us beat with this time. Uh, America would never air a sitcom about Hitler, although we did have that show about Lincoln's slave, The Secret Diary of Desmond Pfeiffer. Chances are you'll probably never see this show since it only aired once, and it'll probably never be released on DVD. Yeah, I don't it's funny so. how somebody's doing a review of it and then saying you'll never see it. Yeah, it's like, wait, uh, you saw it. <laughs> how did they see it? Two thousand seven. Well, that was like uh, YouTube was around then, so yeah. Oh, so it's, it's been up there the whole time. Then it probably was, or or, or or the guy came across like a. I'm sure. I mean, it, it's obviously been out there somehow because somebody was able to um upload it. So. Probably somebody you know taped it off of TV when it aired or whatever, and yeah, and then uploaded it. They're probably like, they probably heard heard about it, and they're like, they're like, oh my god, I got to tape this. There's a show about Hitler. Like, they probably knew it was ever going to get aired again. And then, yeah, um, yeah, the yeah, the most of the reviews are bad. There's like a one. Oh. There's one ten out of ten. But um, I was just skimming through it, and it's completely satire. Yeah, oh, there's, a, there, there's there's that another one. there's another ten out of ten. Here we go. I'll, I'll read this one really quick. Heil comedy genius. This is from Dark uh, Link OC in 2006. Um, yes, sure. Heil honey, I'm home. Might sound like a bad idea. Um, what with placing Hitler in the middle of a comedy sitcom, but the Okay, that, that's an oxymoron. Yeah. Okay, sorry. And which, but the show delivers. It just seems uh, uh, so novelty and retro with the laughter track and clap track. Okay. Um, that it's it's laugh track and it's just people clapping. There's no such thing. Yeah. Anyway, so um, Hi, honey, I'm home. Sets the standards for all hitcoms. Hitler comedies. I like that actually. Um, uh-huh. But while some may be offended by the crude jokes, oh. it's it is important to remember many of the man, many of the first generation veterans are well dead. They weren't in 1990 though, so deal with it, right? And laugh it up because Hail Honey, I'm Home um, just doesn't stop with the laughs. So Hail Honey, I'm Home, I say, when's the next episode due? Um, yeah, this was written 16 years after it aired. I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I think they're just waiting 16 years to make another episode. Yeah, I guess they're like, well, I know that some British shows they do have crazy oh, yeah. lengths, of time, but 16 years is a bit, um, <laughs> it's a bit long. In yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, anyways, that that's that's that. Um, yeah, there's uh, I don't know. It's just so fucked up. <laughs> Somebody thought this was a good idea. I just don't get it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was better than I anticipated it being, but it's still one of the weirdest things I've ever watched in my life. So, did any of these people like go on to like be more like successful after this, or they just like most of the people in the cast? have had a decent career. Um, uh, let me see here. Um, 
the guy who played uh played Hitler, Neil McCall, um is still acting to this day. Last thing he did, he does like a lot of video game voices. Okay. And stuff. And uh yeah, he's uh looks like he's yeah, doing a lot of uh, a lot of stuff on video games and voiceover work lately. Um yeah. the lady who played uh Rosa Rosa Goldenstein, um she's done things like even recently she was in an episode of FBI International in the United States. Oh, okay. Um, and she's done a lot of British TV and stuff over the years, and it looks like a lot of theater. Um, the actress who played Ruth was in Tomorrow Never Dies. And she's not done a whole lot, but a decent amount. <laughs> um, the... Uh, yeah, there's like voiceover work for the actress who played Ava Braun. Who where's the guy that played Arnie? Let me see. Get my Arnie on. Yeah. Um Oh here we go. Hulk. Oh, uh, Gareth Marks who played who played uh Arnie, he uh Last credit he has was a 2018 episode of Doctor Who. Okay, cool. But, but he was in like Bridget Jones' Diary, um, bunch of different movies and stuff. So yeah, I mean it's it's not like they stopped acting. <laughs> so yeah, this this show didn't like break them. No, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, at least it didn't like get them canceled or whatever you want to call it. Canceled. Cancel culture. Yeah. Maybe it will now. Maybe people will find it and be like, hey, that guy was on Hile Honey, I'm Home. We can't like him anymore. From 1990 with one episode. Well, the thing I was going to tell you is I read this thing where um, the producers of the show, their defense of this not being like offensive to Jewish people was the fact that like one third of the cast was Jewish. Yeah, see, I don't... Uh, I, that, no, that's what I'm saying. But the fact that they they pointed out that one third of the cast, it wasn't like three fourths or something. It was one. Third. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing is that like you can't. That that's what just really frustrates me about this whole quote unquote discourse about cancellation or not cancellation is that like you really can't like dictate how people feel about. What yeah, you, and it, it it's, like, it's, it's, it's you can't like it, it's 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 basically like the I can't be racist because my friend is black. It's like no, you can be. Yeah, and some people you can even, you're going to get you, varied you, responses. Some people might care, some people might not. And, you know, and I mean, you can even be Candace Owens and be black and racist against right. white people. So you know, it, like <laughs> yeah, so this idea of like oh well, we had Jewish people on the show. Okay, well. All right, those Jews didn't find it offensive, fine, mm-hmm. but they don't represent all other Jews. And yeah, I mean, in, in the thing is, Jewish they, people might not care if they watch it. Some do, you know, like. You know. But then, on the other <laughs> hand, I mean, I don't think that these people had bad intentions when they were making it necessarily. No, it was so just a goofy. Yeah, no. I don't think they were trying to be overtly like racist or anything. Because honestly, I mean, the kind of the smarter characters were the Jewish people, so it's not like a. And it's it's just it's interesting, but it's like also, um, you know, I don't blame anybody that was involved in it in any way. So yeah, it's a different. And plus, time. it's British. British shows tend to be kind of weird, and so um, you know, we're weird from like American yeah. respect. What not as weird as German shows. German shows fucked up something in where like <laughs> shit. It's like that's why I started to wonder if like humor like comes out in weird ways from like traumatized people so i've noticed that like both like german and japanese like subcultures are just like really bizarre like and i I just have to wonder if both of them being in the war to such a degree like just like 
did something. You know what I mean? Like psychologically, yeah. you know? <laughs> and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying like, cause humans have weird ways of coping with stuff, you know? And like, and like, I've noticed even like Ukrainian memes have gotten just really weird and bizarre. Where like, I saw one where it has the, that, that dog that died, Cheems. Um, he was like a, a Akita dog. He was like in like a lot of these memes, you know? Oh, like, okay. um, and like, it had like, it had like a character from like Doom or something, and it had like the head of the dog like on top of the head of like the soldier in Doom, and then it was like saying like "Where's Brzezinski or whatever the Russian dude is that got killed on the plane recently?" Yeah, I think it's just like just like really like, but then, I think then I again, saw that too. Yeah, like then again, it's like you just like psychologically damaged be- because of like trauma. And it just comes out with like really bizarre humor, you know. Like, well, is there anything else you wanted to say about this episode here before we wrap things up? <clears throat> no, just um, just maybe don't make TV shows about like dictators too close to like when the war ended, Damn it. and like you know that whole thing. Maybe there, there go. There, there, there goes my plans for uh, Putin and his pals. Putin, Putin and his pals, yeah. <laughs> it was gonna be. I kind mean, of, maybe. It, it, it was basically gonna be like friends, but it was gonna be like Putin and all of his buddies hanging out, like got a coffee shop, and then they keep falling outside of windows because <laughs> the, because he kills them whenever they don't go. What he said, Putin's pals on the page. <laughs> On the pavement. The show starts out with six characters. By the sixth episode, it's just Putin. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody else like was a, killed. <laughs> yeah, he took a page from like one of Stalin's books of like photoshopping uh people outside of a photograph and was all of his friends. No, he just he just ends every episode where it's you know, it's like He's, his, his friends are, I'm just going to call them Ross and Rachel and uh, Chandler and stuff. It's like, hey, Chandler, how's it going? No, it'd be better, too. But every episode, it's it's like a, it's a different group of six friends each time, and they each die at the end. So you never really you never really get to know any of the characters because it's a it's different like, set. It's like, time. hey, guys, we never actually see the, the coffee place. It's like, hey, guys, do you want to go get some coffee? And they enter in a building, and you just see some, like, muzzle flares. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God, I'm sick. Anyway, so um, <laughs> so folks, if you're not disgusted yet, um, please yeah. check out alltoreal2.com and um, check out our Patreon and our uh, T Public. Check us out on TikTok and on Threads and on uh, um X. At X, nah, I'm still no. calling Twitter. Don't care. Yeah, I know. Um. Yeah, here I know. We're, I know that journalists have to call it X for legal reasons. Yeah, so they got they X formerly known as Twitter. I know. <laughs> I think is so fucking stupid. But, yeah, and um, uh, you know, <laughs> Facebook and all of the the yik yaks and the yin yangs and the pull ups. The... I just said pull ups. I'm looking at this. I, I I'm on a page here for the episode, and there's an ad for for um Huggies pull ups. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hitler was such a big baby, so I guess you know, he did diapers. Apparently, you know, I mean, I aren't, aren't most ads targeted to people? I don't have any kids. Why am I no, doing ads? It, it really depends. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the algorithm will literally just reset itself, uh, and will just or or just decide one day that it just wants to market a certain thing to people. Because I I've I've heard that people who who like literally just started like a TikTok, yeah and, like immediately the first things they were being shown were like neo-nazi shit like oh, yeah. like I, just I like keep, I, I keep i mean most of the things i follow on there are pretty liberal or or leftist and i get like random things from like the daily wire coming up in my TikTok, and i'm like yeah fuck am i getting that but uh but anyways just just in case you're wondering though just to let you know that the number one brand for potty training is uh huggies pull-ups and uh they're now in uh 5t and 6t and you can get them at Amazon. Anyway, so I'm um... <laughs> good. Yeah. 
They're not a paid sponsor by any means, but it's right here in front of my face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or maybe it's because maybe you're watching Matt Walsh and he talks about the Sweet Baby Game. And uh, <laughs> maybe you had a Matt Walsh video up earlier at one point or something. No. Or post. <laughs> Hard to say, you know. <laughs> yeah. But but anyways, j- check us out on all of our social media. You can find us either at All Too Real 2 or uh, under Cullen Park, um, which is the parent company of the podcast. Um, so... And I didn't feel like changing the name of all those things to all too real too. <laughs> just, just being a completely transparent here, folks. Yeah. Um, so we're yeah. <laughs> or, or starting a new, you know, social media for everything. Um, it's hard enough to control one. Um, but folks, make sure that you're good to each other and don't be a dictator. Yeah. Unless you want to have a sitcom made about you, like you know, shortly after the war, and um, or a sitcom. Called Dick Tater, which is about a potato that's a dictator. Yeah, it's like a dick. It's actually just a potato named Dick. It's yeah, uh, yeah he, it's a detect, <laughs> it's a detective potato. It's like a spinoff of Veggie Tales or something. Yes, <laughs> the more like adult version of Ve- Veggie more... t- Veggie Tales presents Dick Tater. Yes. Wow. And he's shaped like a penis. Anyway, so um oh, <laughs> <God. laughs> Wow. Before we get too out of hand, folks, I should probably we should probably let you go, but just remember one thing. I love you. Sesame loves you. Hitler didn't. And um <laughs> Dictator loves you. Yes. <laughs> but dictators don't. And yes. um until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now 